Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there. I'm Jake. I'm Michael. I'm just saying positive. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's run back one more time. No, it's too late now. <laughs> That was your one-up. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yes, welcome to the Imposter Center Podcast. It's the new year, new us. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is our track record. It's not going to be good. <laughs> no. <laughs> so today, we didn't know what the fuck to talk about. So we're just kind of winging it. Yeah, like I don't even... Just don't, to be transparent. <laughs> I, there's, no, there's no theme here. <laughs> I don't there's know. There's no anything here. Um... I don't know. I was try- we were trying to think about things to do, and we have, like, ideas, but we didn't want to just half-ass anything, so we were struggling to think of something this week. Yeah, listen, we don't. We, our strength is one episode per week, not two. <laughs> yeah, because we're double booking, you know? We're doing yeah. a, dubby, a dubby shift. Yeah, we just recorded a Christmas one, so it's kind of like, uh, my brain juice is... I know, my brain juice is... <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. So if this episode is cursed... Which I have a feeling it will be. Very. I do apologize in advance. Nah, but you like you all like the curse content though. <laughs> you love the tomfoolery. The shenanigans. Speaking of shenanigans. Yeah. Um there is a a character. Dun dun dun. That has transcended time and space. A character that has transcended time. We once knew him as a little boy, and he was trained by a green antenna man, and he became cool, and he became the main protagonist, and then he went to school. (laughs) And he went to school. (laughs) His name is Son Gohan, (laughs) and he is... <laughs> the master <laughs> has returned. Oh my god! <laughs> um, no, so all right, so Son Son Gohan Gohan is the son of Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Um, when he first introduced to the series, he was a little kid. He was a whiny little brat, mm. and he was trained by Piccolo. And he got cool, but he was still scared and kind of weak because he was a kid, right? Right. But everyone's always like, "Oh, he has so much potential. How is he five and has this kind of power?" So, like, it's always been, like, a trope, like, when he was younger, like, whenever he gets angry, his, like, real power comes out. Okay. And he's, like, stronger than everybody. Yeah, shonen protagonist. Right. Sure. <laughs> right? So, obviously, Goku was the main protagonist for a long time, but there was, like, the setup in Z that Gohan would take over the role, right? 
Right. And um, it gets to the point where we have his moment to shine. Okay. Um, well, first of all, Gohan, Goku went Super Saiyan, Vegeta went Super Saiyan, and Gohan has not at the time. Right? Okay. At this moment. Right? All right. But we had a special arc called The History of Trunks where we see um, a future timeline where Gohan is older and a Super Saiyan. So we're like, oh, fuck. Right? Yeah. So then he goes and trains and he becomes the youngest Super Saiyan ever at age like 9 or 13. It's a, it's tricky with translations okay. in, in history. Gotcha. Um, but he was a kid, essentially. Mm-hmm. And he was stronger than everybody. Right? All right. But there was like, he, he fought Cell. Everyone's like, well, this little 9 year old's going to fight Cell. What the fuck? Right, but he fought with him, and he was like kicking. He was he was kicking ass, right? He was doing his thing, but Gohan's always been like the problem with Gohan is that he's there's always been also known that despite him having the most potential, he's never been a fighter. Yeah, he's always like been peace and love. I, I just want to study, you know, type of person, right? Not like Goku and Vegeta who just want to fight all the time. You know what I mean? Right. And but everyone loved Gohan because he was a kid and he was Goku's son, but he was strong as f, right? Right. Now, his peak. Was when he awakened Super Saiyan 2. Super Saiyan 2. Before everybody else. Right? Okay. So everyone was tight. Well, not not Goku, obviously. But Vegeta was super tight. He's like, I, I lost to a boy? You know? <laughs> In that regard. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. So he, he unlocks Super Saiyan 2. And he whops the floor with Cell, right? Right. But he gets cocky and he plays with him. And then Cell does this thing where he does a last ditch resort and tries to blow up the earth, right? Now, Gon doesn't know what to do because if he touches him, the world blows up. If they don't touch him, the world blows up. What do you do? So Goku made the sacrifice of teleporting him to another planet and they blew up and he died, right? Okay. Cell comes back even stronger because he had a little microscopic cell that was left on earth and he regenerated due to his Namekian abilities. Mm -hmm. Namekian's Piccolo can regenerate. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he has to fight him, and he has an injured arm, and he's all beat up. And without, with only perseverance and willpower alone, he beats Cell right in a final ditch effort. And so we think, okay, Goku's dead, and he said he's gonna stay dead because people keep coming when he's alive, right? Mm-hmm. Villains and stuff. So we're like, all right, Gohan has finally taken over the lead role, right? He's the strongest out of all of them. He's young. He has so much potential. Let's see what happens, right? All right. Seven years later, <laughs> we have a time skip, right? Where we find out that Go- Gohan now has a brother named Goten. So right before Goku died, and he he did the deed, <laughs> right? So he's been like just chilling. It's been peaceful, you know, no villains, no enemies, no yeah. nothing, right? You find out that he's been slacking on his training. He's been going to school, and he's a he's a nerd. Who pretends to be a superhero called the Great Sandman and does and does mediocre JoJo poses, right? Oh my God! <laughs> right. So just to give you some clarification, because I don't know how much of Dragon Ball, like, you know, that you're aware you're of. Not to this extent. All right. So let's just type in the Great Saiyan Man. Right. So this one just for alone already. Oh, I've. I mean, I see him in fighters, but bruh. <laughs> it's just like. He does these really funky poses, as you can see, and he's like really goofy, and he he has the do rag and shades, and he's just like you know, all over the place, right? In that regard, yeah. right? So they constantly make a note. Goku comes back for a day, right? Right. And they're joining this tournament, and they constantly are making a note of shitting on Gohan, 
saying that like he's weaker than he was when he was nine, <laughs> you know, seven years later. Oh my god! And that he he's supposed to be the chosen one who's supposed to defeat the villain, and he gets killed, you know, going on and on, right? So fast forward a little bit, they redeem him, right? They unlock his true potential. They said, and he becomes once again the strongest. Okay. For about three episodes. And then he gets absorbed by Boo. And he becomes irrelevant. And then ends up being the Goku and Vegeta have to kill him in the end. Like, kill the villain in the end. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> Fast forward again. This time it's for the movie called Resurrection F. Right? Alright. Alright. So, this is... I'm just going to show you... I'm going to give you the stages of Gohan, okay? Okay. Because I think that gives you... Uh, an estimate. So this is Kid Gohan. All right, look, see, looks right. determined. Has the purple gi like Piccolo. Yeah. He wants to square up, right? Well, this is how you first see him. It's kind of cute. Okay. okay. <laughs> but then he turns into the seasoned little warrior, right? Mm -hmm. Then we got Teen Gohan, right? Oh, and then we got the Super Saiyan Two, bro. Look, he's badass as hell. He means business. Oh, okay. No one's no one's fucking with his day. You know what I mean? He goes crazy. All right. Okay. Then we have uh time skip Gohan. All right. So let's see if I can get a good version of that. Cause uh, let me see. Pro. Uh, Gohan purple gee. Oh, Broly movie. How about that? All right, so then we have this Gohan. This is the Gohan that we start off with, right? Doesn't look yeah. too bad, right? Right? Doesn't, it's not too bad. Same, yeah, like, kind of blue geese. His hair is more in control. He's more know? in control, right? right, right? No, none too shabby, right? Yeah. So, at this moment, you know, we find that he's all right. He's He hasn't really been training, though, you know? He's at the weak state where he's weaker than he was previously, where I just showed you Team Gohan, right? Sure. Okay. And then... We have Ultimate Gohan, right? And this is when we all thought, oh, man, this dude means business. He's Look, you look at that. He's like, I'm going to kill you. He has this famous line where he's like, fight you. I don't want to fight you. I'm going to kill you. Oh, and we're like, okay. oh, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, this Gohan's whipping ass, right? All right, so this is the last time Gohan saw glory for a little while. Because if you look at him <laughs> after this, Um, oh, well, it's not, yeah, no, <laughs> um, you get this. Oh. So, as you can see, he's completely slacked on his training, and he became this. So he's in Squid Game. Pretty much. <laughs> he's pretty much, what, what is the, um, the main villain in the end? What's his name? Oh, Sungwoo. He's basically Sungwoo, Okay. He can't even go Super Saiyan. He looks like this because he tried to go Super Saiyan. I shit you not. This is like the first Dragon Ball character I've seen with normal proportions. Yeah, because he's not because he's slacked on his training, so he's a string bean now. Yeah. Oh my god. And everything looks so look, weird. R.I.P. Gohan. Right. Looks like a dork. Doesn't know how to fight. And and to this day, even when he looks like this, they're still saying at this time frame that he has the most potential out of everybody. All right. So. We look upon the T.O.P. So this is a tournament of power where he uh -huh. starts training again. Now, he looks like he used to in his ultimate. 
but he has no like new forms, no 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 new real power. Yeah, it's kind of just getting back to where he was, right? Right, right. So fast forward to present day, and we get a new trailer for this movie that I know is going to be ass. But the point is, turn the volume down because that's not right. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Oh, it's coming from the TV now. It must be coming from the TV oh, now. That's really weird. Yeah, usually it comes from, from my laptop. Yeah. Uh, there it is. That's alright. I turned it off on YouTube anyway. Oh, okay. So let's run it back just real quick because that was annoying. But alright, so you see that first of all, this looks so weird. Yeah, there's a Yakuza for some reason. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's the Red Ribbon Army, which is congruent with the story, but alright, it's just Saitama like, steel versions. In yeah, there. right. Okay. It's so weird. Oh, also, Gohan has a daughter now. His, her name is Pan, and she's kind of cool, actually. She's like a young scrapper. She actually wants to fight and everything like that. So she's going to be prevalent in this movie, too. But that's not what I really care about. What's interesting to me is this part. Okay. Okay. Okay, Gohan. Okay, so... So look at this dude means business. He's back in the Teen Gohan outfit. That's how you know. That's what makes me think. They're they're trying to say this that guy's glasses too. So yeah, he, he took them off, man. He took them off. He said, "I mean business." But here's also another reason why I think Gohan might have a resurgence of power, or prevalence in the story. So, uh, Dragon <clears throat> So if you look at the newest poster that came out, right? Okay. Look who's in the middle. Oh, okay. Isn't that interesting, huh? Hmm. And it's all about, that's his daughter, right? Oh, adorable. Yeah, right, little Pan. So it's interesting to think to me, you know, maybe the fact that they're putting him back in his old attire and that they're trying to, you know, he's always like slowly been kind of hinting at him coming back into the scene with a more prevalent role again. I'm curious to see whether or not we'll see uh, a new a new era. Nah, the kid's going to surpass him. A pan? Yeah, she's gonna be like, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> that's the end of that. <laughs> Pan's gonna at, at four. Yeah, at four <laughs> years old, just wreck the villain of the week. No, because the thing, well, the thing about Dragon Ball is that um, you this takes place like so. All this new content takes place before the end of the show. So there was a, like at the end of the show, there was a five year time skip. And they show baby Pan fighting, and she's not stronger than everybody, okay. unfortunately. All right. Um, so this takes place right before the ending, I think. So it's pretty or pretty close to the ending. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it seems like we're getting we're getting close to that era. But it's interesting to see. I hope he has a moment. I just wanted to share, okay, in general a little history. Yeah, I, I was that. I hope I hope that was just as lightning to these audio only <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, if you know, you, you can know. Always look it up too. A little baby co's gotten up from his seat. Yeah, he's he's like I'm not a fan of Dragon Ball. He's <laughs> saying <laughs> I'm more I'm more of a One Piece person myself, yeah, really. honestly. That's why he's with us all the time. He's got <laughs> the manga app and just going all day. <laughs> all day. All day, baby. Um speaking of manga and anime stuff. Sure. Um so, JoJo's been getting some stuff lately. Oh, yeah, you were mentioning that. Yeah, well, okay, so first off, um, 
12 episodes are on Netflix of season six. Yes. Or part six, rather. Go watch that. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's just as... It's 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 JoJo. It's it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Literally, what is it? Um. Uh, there's, uh, because it's Jolene, right? It's mm-hmm. Jotaro's daughter in prison, right? And like, it's turns out like she's actually framed to be in there to lure Jotaro out so that they can like steal Jotaro's memories and powers and stuff, and. The first villain they fight is the stand name is Manhattan Transfer. <laughs> Manhattan Transfer? Right. And it's the most fucking stupid stand. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> literally just a floating mirror so a sniper dude can shoot from the cross of prison and hit Jolene. That's all it does. What the heck? <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. I'm just like, <laughs> this is the worst stand ever. <laughs> like, oh my God. Well, they're also broken. He had to, to balance it out a little bit. I, I mean, there's, there's definitely like, is he? I was because I was I was thinking about this when you were talking about Gohan. It's like like he didn't get any new special powers or anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, JoJo has a unique thing of when there's new seasons and stuff. There's no like scaling power sort of a thing because like you have one season where. Like Jotaro and Dio fight and they're like stopping time and they're like destroying cars and buildings. Yeah. And you're like, shit, dog. Like, damn. Those are the most powerful stands. And then the next season, Jotaro loses to a rat with a gun. <laughs> what? The- <laughs> so it's like, it's just whatever happens, happens. Like, like, you can get bad matchups, sort of thing. Yeah. Depending. But isn't that kind of interesting, though? Like, one of the most powerful beings ever. Falls privy to a rat. To a rat with a gun. <laughs> there has to be some type of, like, I don't know, uh, irony to it's, stuff it's like that. It's funny as hell. Like, it's, uh, there's another one this season where, um, the little, it's, it's McQueen, this guy's name. I don't know, I don't remember what his stand name is, um, but his whole deal is like, I think he, like, targets somebody. And then, because he's super depressed, he's always trying to kill himself. But whatever he does to his own body happens to the target person. Oh no! So like, like the it's a secondary character, um, and she's just like in like the cafeteria, and all of a sudden her wrists start bleeding, and she's like, "Son of a bitch, McQueen!" (laughs) (laughs) And like, it's so funny. He's like, "I just had to do it. I hate my life." And it's like, listen, I'll give you my panties. Don't you want a girl's panties? Don't you like that? He's like, you're just saying that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. Oh, that's, that's so funny. funny. This Joe's uh, just so waggy. Um, that's the thing about it, though, right? It's just so freaking out of out of the norm. It's so weird. Out crazy. of the spectrum. Yeah. So that's happening. Uh, the first 12 episodes are out, and it's going good so far. I'm waiting for the next part of the anime. Well, the next batch of episodes, because I think... My favorite stand for this part is going to show up. It's so fucking stupid. You got to wait till it's revealed before you talk about it. All right, I will. Um, but other than that, there's two spinoff mangas for JoJo that have come out. Okay. And they're not by Araki himself, but He's like, like overseeing it. He like 
basically was like, it's basically canon-ish until like my canon disproves it. Okay. And we're like, okay, cool. Works, I guess. So the first one is a really interesting one. Um, I Do I have the name of it? Yeah. It's interesting because it's two characters who one of them is like one of the offshoot villains from part three. Okay. And then the other one is the Jojo of part four. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> and that is crazy. Cause like, wait, which one's the Daojin one? We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> we'll get... Okay. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> let me see. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Diamonds, demonic heartbreak is what it's called. Uh, that's, that's, wait, what is it? Crazy dynamic? What? Crazy diamonds, demonic heartbreak. <laughs> wow, I just came up. <laughs> oh my god! So, the villain guy is from Part Free, who served Dio, right? Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like a bit of a joke character because, like, he's a cowboy dude. His stand is a gun. Literally, and um, he kind of like he failed the first time. He was like the first time he's introduced, he was kind of like credible because like he paired up with a villain who could live inside mirrors and hit you and stuff from the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like he that guy dies, so he bailed. <laughs> okay, and then he teams up with another one who can predict the future. And that also failed. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> so, like, after that, like, you just didn't hear from him again. So you just kind of assumed, like, oh, I guess he's he was just off doing his thing. Yeah. Um. So now you have this. And it's post part free. So Dio is defeated and stuff. And he meets up with some of the other villains that managed to survive mm-hmm. because what happened with part three in the villain line is that there were either, there was two classifications of the villain of the week, right? Sure. There were people who like worship Dio and was like, yo, he's really cool. I'm going to follow him. And then there was people who were like under the influence of like a flesh blood from Dio's body. So they were like brainwashed essentially everyone who had a flesh blood in them when Dio died, got horribly maimed or killed. Damn. From the backlash of the flesh blood. Sure. Um, everyone else was either alive if they survived their fight. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, like, it was very interesting because, like, you're seeing, like, the kind of repercussions of what happens now to these characters now that, that there's no Dio anymore. And, like... He's kind of supposed to be this suave cowboy guy, but like he meets up with the other villains and it's like, you're just as fucking afraid as we are of Dio still. Like we're still can't like, we still have nightmares about him. Sort of yeah. Thing. And like, he's like, he gets like a freaks out and stuff because like, it's just fear. Cause Dio's Dio's scary. Like, it's we, like the ghost of him still around. Yeah. And like now he's on this mission sort of thing. Cause he pairs up with the same kid who read the future before <laughs> pairs up with him again. And it's like, we have to go to Japan. It's like, why? Because the book said so. And it's like, okay, we're going to find this bird, I guess. <laughs> is this like a will? No. What happened was um, one of the villains of Part Free is 
literally a bird. Okay. Called Pet Shop. Sure. And they're actually the most dangerous villain of that part. No way, <laughs> they're really. They're so busted. And apparently there was like the owner of the bird had another one. It was a parrot. And the villain, Whole Horse is in his name. And he's like, well, if it's anything like Pet Shop, it's probably a badass stand user. So we oh got to go God. find it, right? <laughs> so like they traveled to Japan finding this user. And so far, he like almost get he almost gets someone into a car accident, <laughs> and uh, the part four JoJo <laughs> comes out. What the heck? And it's like, oh, so you're stand user two, and like activates his stand, and whole horse is like, Poof. <laughs> 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 uh, that's it so far. It's only one chapter right now, but uh, it's very weird because like, you know, it different times they take place, yeah, and different regions. Like part three took place primarily in Egypt and stuff. This yeah. part four took place in Japan and you're just like, this is a weird matchup, but it's kind of like cool. It's like a what if scenario. Yeah. Except it's now kind of canon. Canon, yeah. Speaking of things out of the norm, um, Bleach, the anime is returning. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care. But wow. <laughs> listen, can you, can you, do you care? About Bleach coming back, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great talk. Perfect. <laughs> no, I I do because um it it ended at such a terrible spot that it just didn't do it justice. Like mm. I understand why it was canceled, um because they did the full bringer arc and that was a <sighs> of a of oh this one's the why her soul society is that what the no, so this is the A Thousand Year Blood War. Oh. So this is going to be fire. It's about like some uh, some ancient villain called Jua Buck. And uh, he's going to fuck Soul Society up. Oh, okay. But there's some like really cool fights and some really cool designs in this, like in the arc. And it's also a bit of redemption because if you don't know, Bleach uh, was a rushed ending. So yeah. he had like a few months, probably maybe a year left to maybe tie up loose ends, mm -hmm. right? They gave him 10 weeks. <laughs> so the ending was pretty shit. Yeah. So this is like a redemption to really do it right this time, mm. you know, and like give it justice and like close plot holes and everything. But there, there is so much like cool material within the blood war that's like never got shown. Yeah. And I feel like if they just even started the blood war before it got canceled, mm. it would have never gotten canceled in the first place. But it's almost a blessing in disguise. Now we have like 2021 animation coming into Bleach. And Bleach yeah. has always been one of the more aesthetic shows. Like the art's always been crazy. Yeah, okay. You know, like the Have you ever seen the manga art? I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, Bleach is, is good, man. He's Taite Kubo can draw. So. I said the watch burned a witch. Because apparently that's the same universe. Um, It is. It's the Western Soul Society, pretty much. Yeah, because it looked really interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Definitely in the same world. Um. I heard that that's going to be a natural serialization too, but it's kind of like whenever a chapter comes out, it comes out. Yeah. It's not like on a specific schedule. Okay, cool. But yeah, I'm excited for it, for Ichigo to come back. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But back to more important things. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> We gotta talk about the other work. <laughs> what what's the name of this one? Oh, do you want do you wanna look it up? I mean uh, do I? I uh, I mean just, just give me the name. Let me go find it. Uh, so my eyes can burn. <laughs> uh it is called Fujiko's Bizarrely Worldly Wisdom. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> what 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 are you doing? So this play takes place during part six. <laughs> oh yeah, is that what part six is about? Huh? Um, it's not. Isn't the anime that just came out? Yep. <laughs> wow, they wasted no time. <laughs> so. Bruh. It's literally, it takes place in like one of the off weeks, I guess, of, <laughs> yeah. It takes place during one of the off weeks of the JoJo Avenger. And essentially, uh, Jolie and crew learn about, there's an artist within the prison they're staying at. Mm-hmm. And they're like taking commissions and stuff. And apparently it's like. Amazing art, like people go and buy it and stuff, and like, oh, I can also draw uh, etchy art if you're into that sort of thing. Okay, but it turns out, it turns out that this artist has been given stand powers by the villain of Part Six. Okay, and her stand is bad romance. Oh God! And what it does is that. Whoever she draws is influenced by whatever feeling she has. Okay. And because, like, she draws Jolene. And Jolene's like, wow, that's a really great drawing. Thank you. And Fujiko, the, the girl, is like, well, like, no one's ever really thanked me for one of these before. Like, oh, my God. And she goes back to her room and just starts furiously drawing hentai of Jolene. Oh, my God. And, and like, Jolene's, like, outside in, like, in the exercise yard and starts getting aroused and shit. And she's like, what's happening to my body? Yeah. And the prison guard's like, prisoner, what are you doing? it's like, this must be the work of an enemy stand. (laughs) Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. And the the main villain like goes to check on her and it's like, oh my god, wait, no, this is this is not what I intended to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and because eventually it gets to the point where like uh Fujiko is like washing her, so she's drawing Jolene as like an angel. And because what's happening is like the main villain starts theorizing, it's like, well, if like whatever Fujiko draws starts having the person. If you draw that person as a godlike being, do they become a godlike being? We need to stop this. Yeah. <laughs> so she takes the powers back, but like, it's such a weird fuck. It's so funny as hell though, because the Jota committee is like split on whether or not it's good or not. Yeah. Because people are just like, what is this hentai doja doing in Jojo? And then it's like, guys, do I you, hate to break it to you. Do but. you remember that part part three where literally the Abdul and Joseph like 
butt slammed each other and it looked like they were having gay sex in public. <laughs> Do you remember that part? Oh my God. <laughs> like we're, JoJo's no stranger to weird sex stuff. <laughs> it's apparently. It's so funny though. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm like this one got made semi-canon. Like, you know, like this, yeah, this know. one. <laughs> it's like, ah, I'll let this one slide. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> um, you also reminded me of stuff that are coming out. Uh, there's a Shonen series that I've been wanting to get into, but I haven't just, I just haven't had time. Mm. But there's an anime for it coming now. Mm. It's called Spy and the Family. Have okay. you seen it? No. What's uh, it called? Spy X Family. I know there's a trailer yet. Well, I'll look it up just in case. Oh, maybe there is a trailer. Believe that there would Ooh. be. Ooh. So this came out three days ago. Yeah. Interesting. So I think the gist is, is like, 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 yeah, there's a spy who has to play the role of the father. And like, I think there's another spy who's also playing like, the mother role who's kind of against him mm. and they all have to maintain the family the, act the facade yeah very weird oh that's her oh wow the change up She's a telepath. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I've heard really good things about it. It looks cool. And it technically is a shonen. <laughs> That's funny. I, I like that. That seems yeah. interesting. I like it. I like it. See, you got my attention, Mike. Something different. Yeah, I know. It's uh Yeah, it's something different, man. It's like how often do we find like I feel like a lot of animes feel this a little bit of the same these days. A lot of isekais. Oh, you better watch out. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything for you. I know. So. I, I saw it briefly and I was like yeah, I, I know what you saw too, and I'm like, I'm just gonna get rid of that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I need to go see that now. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Spider-Man Explained videos just because I want to go over it in detail. So that's why they're popping up on my feed. Nick did give me some tickets to use. Oh, you gotta go see this shit, bro. I know, but I have two of them. I need someone to go with. What's a fourth time? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I got. I got to see. I've seen it once. I got to see it with my girl, and then I got to see it with my mom. Then I'll see it with Mikey. <laughs> we'll do a, do a four a four day bender. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that movie's it was really good, man. I'm not gonna say anything, okay? Because I don't. I wouldn't want to do that to you. All right, just tell me. Yeah. Um. Is it better than Into the Spider Verse? 
I feel like that's a little bit subjective, but I'll say no. Okay. Is it better than the other live action movies? Yes. Ex- <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's difficult because, like, it's hard because Spider without Spider Man two. Okay, well, hang on. There is no, there is no, no way home. You know. Okay, I get so you. it's like it's difficult to say. You know. Okay, but the ending was crazy, and it's it's never made me so excited for the next one. Okay, all right. It's it's everything I could have hoped for and more. Okay. All right. It's very, very good. Well, I'll... You know what? I'm going to try and see it probably next week. <laughs> probably, <laughs> we're, little, uh, we're a little bit busy right now. <laughs> yeah, I know you got things that you're doing. Oh. Cooking in the lab. Oh, boy. Yeah. Laboratory. Dexter's laboratory. Get in my laboratory. <laughs> Dude, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking shitty episode. <laughs> it is a <laughs> shitty episode, it is. We got nothing happening. Because <laughs> nothing's happening. I know, like, we do, there's no plan. We're just talking about, like, hey, random this look, shit. This looks pretty cool. Oh, this yeah, is, yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this great for the audio format? You can't see anything we're talking about unless we, like, specifically put a link in the description. But, like, you're not going to click that link, you motherfuckers. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> yes. Would you rather be able to teleport? Right? Mm. Or would you rather be a firebender? Um, hmm. That's a tough one. Teleport. Teleport? Yeah. It's way more busted. You know what's interesting, though? I watched a video on Because Science of why you don't want teleportation. And it's interesting. It's like you can't teleport. Unless it's like like only a mile or two out, because by the time like, so like you're first of all we're accustomed to this dimensions like gravity and spin and everything right. Yeah. But they said because when you teleport you're technically leaving the dimension and returning, the, the, the all the all the all the g force will just smack you, like the minute you come <laughs> you come in. Okay, listen, I didn't know what the specifics of teleport. Also, well, I'm not I'm not shitting on your <laughs> thing. I just it's just interesting because I would. I would love to teleport too. I think everybody would, right? Yeah. But the reality is like, all right, let's say you pick a coordinates in like Italy, right? Because the earth is actually moving so fast, like oh, okay. you wouldn't actually teleport where you thought you would. <laughs> You'd be somewhere else completely. So that's the that's the problem with it, is that you can't really teleport where you wanna go. Mm. Unfortunately, scientifically speaking, and so firebending is better. And I mean, I don't know because then won't you like what's st- what's making you fireproof? What's making you fireproof? Yeah, I don't know your genetics. I don't know how it works. Like, Maybe you're not. Maybe you're like Dobby. That that's worse. You just burn it to death. Well, no, because Do- you have to. Dobby has to go through it. Like you can take heat when you have a lighter. Do you ignite? <laughs> it's a flames. Well, yeah, but like, if you're doing like fire bending <laughs> moves, right? The thing is like engulfed in your hand. Yeah. Well, I'm imagining that. I don't know. Maybe you have a super suit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. I'm assuming. Well, let's just assume that you nothing goes wrong in either scenarios. You'd rather pick teleporting. Okay. Right. I'm asking you. 
yeah, I teleporting I think would be a much more versatile move to okay. do. Because if you're fire bending, you can still get shot. Now you go. Oh, okay. Oh, you want me to do a question for you? Yeah. Um, mermaid or reverse mermaid? Did we talk about this already? <laughs> I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> I could have sworn we did. Um, I'm gonna do top half human, bottom half mermaid. Okay. I. Um, but when I come out of the water, I'm just a, a man, right? Because that's how it always works, right? Yeah. Um. Let me see if I can think of a better one for you. Um. Guess what I'm pulling up. Oh, I was, I was, I'm glad we're on the same brainwave because I was kind of like, wouldn't it be funny to start doing a quiz right now? <laughs> I'm glad we were on that. Okay. Hey, baby, Co, you want some coquito? <laughs> it's not ice cream. You're not going to like it. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're doing what super, what superpower is, <laughs> what's your superpower quiz? There we go. I can speak English On Haywise. Do you feel frustrated, Michael, when you don't understand some aspect of your life? Oh, Jesus Christ. I like six answers. I just had to create inside information, which helped me understand. No, I got you. I'll read it to you. Okay. All right. So I, I, especially, cra- I especially crave inside information, which may help me understand. Uh, B, I would want to be able to go within and see what makes things tick. C, yes, I want to have an intuitive understanding. D, I'd like to go where the knowledge can be obtained. E, I think that eventually I will understand everything. Or F, no, I'm much more of an action-oriented person. Back up. What's the question again? <laughs> I don't even know. Do you feel Do you frustrated, frustrated when you don't, don't understand, understand some aspect, aspect of, of life? life? Uh, I especially crave inside information. I want to be able to go within and see things tick. Yes, I want to have an intuitive understanding. This is dumb because they're all saying the same thing. Yeah, I was like, words. what's the difference? Okay, fuck all this right, quiz. So Find another one. <laughs> here we go. National Geographic Kids. Oh, we're in there. Oh, uh, legit. No, I'll just do this one. Let's see. Oh, okay. What's your super? Well, you want to do the kids one? Well, I mean, I, it was National Geographic, so I was like, at least it's all right, fine. something. Oh. <laughs> you, you done fuck. Oh. All right. What power should you have? When you're outside, do you like to organize role-playing games, stare at the clouds, Race your friends, watch people, climb trees, or play hide-and-seek. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. One more. One more for, okay, the, for the basket, or I'll find another another quiz. What's your power? All right, let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can proceed. All right. All right. Take the quiz. Heroes aren't born, they're me. Do you have any hidden talents? I can run pretty fast. I can stretch. <laughs> I'm good with electronics. I love to solve puzzles. I do, but I don't like to show off. I'm a hide and seek master. I give great hugs. <laughs> Your face, dude. What? <laughs> All right, hold on. Hold I mean, on. I was gonna. I mean, we could try that one, but I don't know. no, I want. I want one that's like actually. All right, come on, Canada. Let's see. All right. Winning a debate matters less than you, than you, I'm sorry, I can't speak English or read. Winning a debate matters less to you than making sure no one gets upset. Agree or strongly, uh, agree or disagree? Oh, agree. Yeah, fuck those kids. An interesting book or video game. No, what you're saying is I w- winning matters less to you. Oh, no, sorry. Disagree. Than disagree. Yeah, okay. fuck those kids. An interesting <laughs> book or video game is often better than a social event. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Your mind is always buzzing when 
uh, unexplored ideas and plans. Yeah, my life. This is <laughs> my life in a nutshell. In in a discussion, truth should be more important than people's sensitivities. Yes. All right. In a large group environment, you generally feel in charge and are generally leading the conversation's topics. Quiet and reflective to see the bigger picture. Um, excited to engage with others and be heard. Eager to listen to others' opinions and make sure they are heard. Uh, I think quiet and reflective. Okay. Your general re- your general response to an issue that arises is determine solution to lead others' actions. Independently list options and consider best solutions before tackling the issue. Talk to others to find solution or help anywhere you can make sure the problem goes away. Uh, hmm. Uh, probably to the second one. Independently list options and consider best solutions before tackling the issue. Yeah. Um, what is your main goal when starting a new task? To feel in control and ensure you are getting final results you want. To have all information before approaching to ensure best possible result. To maintain excitement and continuously have fun when tackling the task. To build on others and make sure everyone around you is engaged. Ooh. I'm torn between the first two. To feel in control or to have all the information to ensure the best result. Mm. So would you prefer to have control or would you prefer to have knowledge? Oh. Um, maybe control. Okay. Gonna turn out you're the villain. Yeah, well, that won't be surprising. <laughs> when asked for help, how do you usually respond? I'm the one who asks for help, not the other way around. Let me take some time to get some information I need, and I'll get back to you. I may not be of any help, but I'll be here for you if you have any questions, or let me support in any way I can. Where's the fuck off option? <laughs> uh, this is the hero test. <laughs> I, you're right. Um. Um, I'm gonna go with the third one. I may I may not be of any help, but I'll be here for you if you have any questions. Yeah. There it is. All right, I'll be polite about it. The spark, the cube. All right, you are the investigator. You're dry. Uh, Drivers and motivators to be capable and competent, search for mastery, fear of helplessness or inabilities. Um, but this doesn't really give you powers. You use your powers for good. No, I don't. <laughs> so this is more are you a hero or a villain test, I suppose. No, I not even. It's like a w- you, you know what? I'm gonna do something different. Okay. Which Marvel character oh. are you? Maybe we'll do Marvel and DC. Okay. I can't I can't function to I can't fucking oh, function. Oh my god. Just it's right there. <laughs> I will cut your arms off and feed them to you. How about that? <laughs> Buzzfeed, you know they're reliable. <laughs> <laughs> Begrudgingly. All right. That's not it. Hello? Oh, what is going on? Okay. All right, here it is. All right. So first, choose a vacation spot because this was really important. So Santo Santorini, Honolulu, Bangkok, Paris, San Fran, or New York. Um. Hmm. 
affect Greece really? I think it's Greece. Um, I might go San Fran. All right, San Fran it is. Pick something you eat for breakfast. Scrambled eggs, pancakes, yogurt, and granola, cereal, avocado toast, or bacon, egg, and cheese. Now, is this what I want for breakfast, or what do I usually eat? No, nah, just pick something. This is what you want. Go some from Pancakes. Pancakes, okay. Which MCU origin movie is your favorite? Oh, gee, I wonder if this will have any influence. Iron Man, Thor, Cap- Guardians, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. Probably Iron Man. Okay. Choose someone to fight crime with. Mark Ruffalo, Benedict Cumberbatch, Penguin. Penguin. Samuel L. Jackson, Tessa Thompson, Natalie Portman, or Zoe Zaldana. Excuse me. Um, I can trust Sam Jackson. <laughs> That's right, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> He's proven his capabilities. All right, pick a TV character to save from Thanos' snap. Christina Yang from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Jake, Par- <laughs> Jake Parata from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Arya Stock from Game of Thrones. Um, Eric Hefong from Sex Education. Eleven from Stranger Things. Or Glenn Ree from The Walking Dead. Ooh. I'm... I'm hmm. You know, I like Maisie Williams because she's, you know, Maisie Williams. But, like, I like Jake Peralta more as a person. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jake Peralta it is. And finally, pick an MCU duo. Thor and Loki, T'Challa and Ayoke. Okoye, sorry. Oh, my God. Bucky and Steve, Korg and Meek, (laughs) Natasha and Clint, or Peter and Ned. Oh, Thor and Loki. All right. All right, so which uh, inside? Wait, it's on the inside. You're like Captain Marvel. <laughs> You're strong, <laughs> precautious, and fearless. You're someone who will do anything to protect the people you love, especially your chosen family. Also, you tend to be very competitive with yourself, and on the outside, you're like Spider-Man. People often see you as a big kid at heart. You've been through a lot, but you don't let your problems affect the people around you. <laughs> How do you feel about that? How do you uh, feel about that, Daryl Canvers? <laughs> well, we got uh, or Carol Danvers. I can't got that, speak. and we got a. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my god! Stop fucking lying! All right, great. <laughs> I I just. Do you feel satisfied with your results? <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> okay. I don't know how he got there. Like, <laughs> I mean, Spider-Man, I guess, like, maybe because I chose Tony Stark. I would only assume. But, like, Marvel? Captain Marvel? Where? How? What, what, because I chose San Fran? <laughs> what should we get for choosing fucking oh BuzzFeed? God. All right, we'll do one more for you, bud. Because I, 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 I feel bad, okay? Okay. All right. So I just see a giant broccoli on screen. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All right. So which Marvel character are you, Michael? Pick one of these things. The National Anthem, broccoli, wearing a cape, or Ely's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
What is what? <laughs> what is this? You gotta pick. Okay, wait. So, the national anthem, like, is it sheet music of the national anthem? Like, what I don't. It? I guess it's like performing it or something. I don't know. Or you have to listen to it. Um, I guess this is dumb. Hold on, this is. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of all right. All right, you were curious. We'll, we'll, we'll run through it. Fine. I, I just, it seems so like fucking crazy. I just want to know what you wanna happens. Know, you want to know how it works? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess, I guess a cape. Like, all right, capes so are cool. What style of hair would you rather have? A crew cut, short and blonde, long and curly, short and dark and curly. <laughs> Um, Jesus Christ! All these shit. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go short and dark and curly because that's closest to mine. And don't co, don't you dare step on the broadcaster! I swear <laughs> to God, this cast is already shit already. We don't need to do any more mistakes. Alright, so which superhero do you like the least? Spider-Man, Thor, Magneto, which is not a superhero, <laughs> or Groot? What the fuck? Is this quiz going to ask you for your credit card information at the end? Maybe. <laughs> um, I guess Groot, because he doesn't do anything. <laughs> Where would you rather do battle with your nemesis? In the desert, space, above a half-destroyed city, high up in the sky? Oh... Hmm, that's an interesting that's one. That's an interesting one, yeah. Um, <laughs> so weird. Well, it can't be. I don't want a desert because, like, you know, sand. It's coarse and rough, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> um, R.I.P. <laughs> above a half-destroyed city. That's usually most dramatic. But space is also pretty cool because, like, you just like chuck people at planets and stuff. Oh God, sorry. Oh Jesus. <laughs> That you good? Yeah, I'm good. Switching over a little bit. There we go. Hello. <laughs> All right. I I probably do. I feel like space. Space is usually like the. It's a platinum and trigger way. You know, it has to end in space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna do space. Space. All right, what's your favorite subject? Science, English, drama, or design and technology? Wow. I love how math is not. <laughs> it's like drama. Are you a theater kid? <laughs> um, ooh. I, I might actually go with drama. Okay. That. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't change it. No way. All right. I guess I like I like English now. That's okay. That, I got my, I got to my second option. Wait, well, right. I can't. No, I gotta restart. Oh, okay, we'll restart. We'll oh, restart. Go back. No, I know. All right. See. So All right. Cape. Cape. Long, dark, and curly. Yep. Um. Grew. grew and space. Space. And then drama. Drama. We love the tea. Okay. Are you are you good at inventing things? Yes, I'm always inventing cool new things. Eh, I've been known to be creative. I'm more of an action person. Or look, I made a dog out of a blue tic tac. Eh, I'm known to be creative. All right, and then what are you most afraid of? <laughs> what are these pictures? I don't know, right? Being what are you most afraid of? Being alone, my own strength, bananas, being late for stuff. 
Oh, that's a real one. The last one, being late for stuff. <laughs> Would you say that's your fear? Um, so uh, I night. mean, comparatively on his list, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, pick a superpower. Okay. Superhuman strength, being able to fly, being able to make things around you move without touching them, being able to build anything you want. Oh. That's a tough one. Options. You have options, my friend. I'm I'm in between the last two. Like the last two. It's basically either you have the force or you literally can just make it. Make it. I guess the last one. I want to build anything I want. Okay. And oh, where Jesus do you Christ, wish these <laughs> are horrible. Where do you wish you grew up? Kenya, Ohio, New York or Disneyland? Someone was like on like LSD when they made this or something. <laughs> really? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I guess New York. <laughs> like, okay. Because I'm already close enough, right? Right. It's, it's the same thing. You save your city and everyone loves you for it. How do you react? Run and hide because all the attention is embarrassing. Be very shy about it. Accept everyone's nice words and enjoy your moment. You earned it. Or brag about it to everyone. There's not really a Sundari or Batman option, is there? No. I guess run away and hide would be very Batman. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how they word it because you're embarrassing. I guess run and hide. Fuck it. I guess close enough. <laughs> What's your biggest weakness? You hate small spaces. You get brainwashed by... You get brainwashed easily. Excuse me. You need technology too much or you get angry easily. I mean, I can't say I have experience being brainwashed, but hence being, uh, well, mm. every time you look at an ad, you're being brainwashed. That's, oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I get angry a bit easily. I was more frustrated, but because, oh, Jesus Christ, these pictures. (laughs) All right, pick an outfit. (laughs) A very expensive suit, a leotard. A pair of shorts, tight red pants. Let's go suit. Okay. And who do you want to protect more than anyone else? Your hometown, your country, your family, your friends. My friends. Because you know why, Jake? You know why, Jake? Because you're my best friend. Best friend. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you like working as part of a team? Yes, but only if I get to lead it. Yes, it's more fun. No, I don't get well with. <laughs> I don't get on well with other people. Or no, I don't need to work with other people. Uh, Choose your words very wisely here, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> How do I end this podcast? <laughs> oh, no. Um, I mean, I, I guess it's more fun. <laughs> um, evil supervillains have taken your sidekick hostage. What do you do? Beat them all up, attack them immediately, even though it might be your psych- it might put your sidekick in more danger. Surprise your enemies and rescue your friend. Come up with a really complicated plan to trick the supervillains. I mean, it sounds like the third one's the best option because I, your enemies I succeed and in the end. <laughs> I succeed. What kind of origin story is that? Yeah, right. What do you want for dinner? Burgers and fries, something that's easy to cook, or I'll get really frustrated. A microwave-ready meal, or rice and vegetables. What the fuck is... 
Um, this will really show what superhero you are, man. Uh, I guess something that's easy to cook. Like, <laughs> okay. How do you? How do unfair things make you feel? Really angry, angry but not surprised. Determined to fight them. They may be a good opportunity to learn something. <laughs> angry but not surprised. Okay. Well, I guess this this is it. Oh, is it a video reveal? <laughs> You're nobody. <laughs> it literally doesn't do anything. What the fuck? Wow. All right. Well, on to the next one. Oh my God. <laughs> we got to find one. We got to find one that makes sense. You know what this somewhat is? Sense. This is padding. <laughs> we're padding episode length. <laughs> when was the last time you complimented? You were <laughs> All right. Hold on. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. All right, I'm gonna do more DC. Maybe DC. Maybe is better. DC is better. Maybe DC. Is oh my better. god! All right, let's try this. All right. Um, you know, BuzzFeed's always reliable. <laughs> You're apparently <laughs> not. All right, I'm gonna do this one. All right, Brainfall. Show me what you've got. All right, as far as classic superpowers. Ooh, co. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. Balls it. All right. As far as superpowers go, which one are you just dying to have? Flight, telepathy, super speed, or cool gadgets? Um, I go. Oh. Hmm, that's actually, I'm torn between super speed and flight. I need flying. Okay. Flying seems cool. You want to come here? All right. When it comes to fighting crime, how do you prefer to do it? Work alone or as a part of a team? Alone. All right. You show up to save the day, but you're running a little too late and can't get to everyone. Who do you rescue? Children, women, my loved one, the first person I see. Uh, I'm going to do loved one. Okay. Um, every hero needs an arc enemy, arch enemy. I can't fucking speak. Which of these super villains is the worst? Black Manta, Sinestro, the Joker, Captain Cold, or Lex Luthor? Um, I'm going to say Lex Luthor because no one's more villain than a bureaucrat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as a superhero, what are you most afraid of? Waking up without my powers, losing my significant other, missing out on a normal life. Uh, I feel like this one's better. I mean, yeah, it definitely does not creepy images. Um, you sure? Well, <laughs> there's not like fucking googly eyes on vegetables <laughs> in random scenes. Um, <laughs> I guess waking him without my powers. Okay. Who says DC and Marvel heroes can't be friends? Pick a Marvel hero to hang out with. Iron Man. Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> Listen, he's fast. the only one that's fun to hang out with. That's true. Uh, you're heading out of the house for a day of work as a superhero. What do you make sure you grab? My planner, a cell phone, my a favorite outfit, a cup of coffee. 
Yeah, cell phone. All right. Friends and allies would describe you as mysterious, charming, loyal, outspoken, or witty. Mysterious. Okay. And you just got home from fighting crime. How do you relax? Tinker around at home, grab a drink with friends, read a book, eat some dinner, watch my favorite TV show. Um. Never. How about eat some dinner? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Not there a night of fighting. Gonna be hungry. Yeah. Really. What's your worst personality trait? I'm standoffish. I'm a bit of a flirt. I can be obsessive. I'm not very patient. I have a temper. Oh, I'm totally a flirt, right? Don't you know? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> no. <I don't>, uh, <laughs> uh, um, I could be a little bit standoffish. Okay. You're going to be Batman. Probably. You are Superman. Why the fuck you lying? What? <laughs> Man, you're good. Is there anything you can't do? You're so tough, you almost seem invulnerable at times, but you've got a softer side underneath it all. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Facebook, Mike. Let the people know. <laughs> Alright. What the fuck? <laughs> How? How? I like I was expecting like all right, it's my turn. All right, so as far as classic superpowers go, which one would I like to have? I'm going to say what, telepathy is moving stuff with your mind. No, reading minds. Reading minds? Fuck that. I'm going to do super speed. Um, When I fight, I'm going to do it alone, baby. I agree. You show up to save the day, but you're running a little late. I'm going to save the children. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, every hero needs an arc enemy. I'm gonna choose the Joker. Uh, as a superhero, what what are you most afraid of? I'm gonna say losing my my significant other because the enemies will be after me. Uh, I'm gonna hang out with Spider Man too because Spider Man's cool. I'm gonna put my prediction in. Mm. I'm gonna be Batman. Oh yeah. Mm. Why? Because I am Batman. <laughs> <laughs> You're heading out of the house for a day of work. Uh, I'm going to get my cell phone too, bro, because that makes sense. Um, friends and allies would describe you as, I'm going to put uh, loyal, because I take care of my own. Mm -hmm. um, you just got home from fighting crime. How do you relax? I'm going to tinker around. Why not? I like to mess with stuff. It's okay. relaxing. All right. Uh, what's your worst personality trait? I do have a bit of a temper. Um... All right, let's see. I'm the fl oh, oh, you're the flash. <clears throat> okay. So I really think it's just dependent on the first thing that you choose. You chose flight. I chose super speed. I ended up getting the flash. You want to test that? Yeah. <laughs> Go all the way back, pick gadgets, and let's see if it's Batman. <laughs> all right, I'm going to literally choose the same things, and let's just see if it changes my answer, okay? Okay, got it. All right, <laughs> let's go all the way back. Honestly, I thought it was all the right. villains that would determine. Cool gadgets. Next. All right. So, so alone. alone. It's literally the same thing. Show up. I'm going to save the children. children. The uh, Joker. Joker. 
uh, losing my significant other. Yeah. Spider Man. Uh, cell, cell phone. phone. Loyal. Loyal. Tinker at home. Mm. Temper. What? <laughs> I'm Superman. This thing makes no this fucking sense. This garbage. Dude. Why are these quizzes so stupid? Bad. The animals were better than this. Come on. All right. All right. Um. Uh. I don't know. Um. Which JoJo are you? <laughs> oh my god. Let's let's do it. You want to do it? Okay. Sure. What's up, baby? Hmm? Ko's being very vocal now. Which JoJo stand are you, or which JoJo character? Uh, let's do stand. Stands are more interesting. All right, come on. <clears throat> All right, Michael, you ready? All right, let's go. You, oh my, wow. Oh, okay. You are on a ship that is sinking during a frigid night. A bitter wind cuts through you. <laughs> there is one lifeboat <laughs> remaining that takes five people, but there are eight, including you, that are still aboard. The others on the ship are your lover, a deckhand, a doctor, a young pregnant woman, an old man with his grandson, and the captain of the ship. You, the captain, and the deckhand will stay behind, allowing the rest to go on the lifeboat while the three of you formulate an alternative plan to escape the ship. They are most familiar with this difficult scenario while you have a knack for figuring out a plan and are a born leader. No matter what you what no matter what, you and your lover are getting on that lifeboat. If it means you have to tailor a well-crafted lie to ensure that both of you are suitable candidates, then so be it. You must survive. The captain and deckhand should stay behind as it, it is their duty, and the old man doesn't have much time left anyway. If anyone tries to stop you, then there will be more than enough room for the remaining few. <sighs> Ethically, the correct answer is that you stay behind in the deckhand with the deckhand and captain, but the self-preservation is an integral component of the human condition. You spend this crucial moment analyzing the character of the remaining people to deduce why any of them should stay on board. You have already thrown yourself into the icy depths below. <laughs> you shape your own destiny. These scenarios are futile. All of these people are very mean very little in the grand scheme of things and will likely not achieve much with the lives they have been given. You take the lifeboat by force and you take it alone. <laughs> oh my god. I know who's that character. <laughs> All right. Oh man, this is already off to a start. Um I guess the first one. Okay, you will stay behind with the captain and the deckhand? Yeah, we can do it. All right, so after a tiring day, you enter a late-night bar. The bartender asks you what he can get you. Whiskey, neat, a non-alcoholic beer. Sounds like the ghost. Triple vodka and Red Bull, a glass of red wine, tap water, or ask the bartender to piss in a glass. That's what you deserve. <laughs> oh, my God. Cheap beer, a mojito. Ask the bartender to serve you whatever they would drink or orange juice. Um, someone puts a vodka and Red Bull together. That's cool. <laughs> um, I guess a mojito. Mojito. You arrive home late one night to find two thieves in your living room. When they hear you enter, one of them accidentally knocks a vase containing your mother's ashes onto the carpet. No way. Great. <laughs> there is a haunting rifle mounted on the wall within your reach, which is loaded. You turn and run. They might be armed and desperate. Your personal safety is what's most important. 
You take the gun from the wall and shoot the two thieves, for all you know they could have been armed and were probably planning to commit further robberies. You take the gun and order them to not move, waiting for your anger to wash over you to pass. Wait, waiting for anger to wash. What? That's not English. Undoubtedly, they came here to rob you, but breaking imp- uh, the vase was most likely unintentional. It's best to think before you act impulsively. There may still be a way to turn the situation to your advantage. You don't normally think of yourself as a materialistic person, but these imbeciles just cross the line. The police can take care of them, but you'll teach them a lesson first. No need for a gun. You take the gun and shoot the thief who broke the vase in the leg, both as payment for his disrespect and to inhibit him from moving. You kick the other thief to the floor and keep them both there until the police arrive. You let out a strangled cry and charge forward, caving the first thief's skull and tooth in with the rifle butt. The second thief panics, sprinting out the front door. You calmly walk to your car, drive after him, and ran into him at full speed, <laughs> reversing over his lifeless body several times. How dare they ruin your carpet? <laughs> you fall to your knees and burst into tears, pitifully grabbing handfuls of your mother's ashes, and with a whimper of despair, curling up into the fate- fetal position... On the carpet, the thieves look down at you with a mixture of horror and disgust. Man, this is really a JoJo quiz. Um, I'm going to say sh- uh, shoot the thief in the leg and knock out the other one and wait for the police alive. Okay. One night, you find yourself trapped in a dream, walking through a vast, mysterious expanse. Out of nothingness, a nightmarish being emerges. It deeply frightens you because it is towering and powerful, heaving with fury. It will crush you like an insect. It defies logic. It is a mysterious creature of dizzying complexity that makes your head spin and your thoughts lose focus. It takes form of those closest to you, warping their faces and tormenting you with visions of them in pain and sorrow. It is a ghost made of mist and air. You try to destroy it, but it fades and reappears when you try humiliating you with sneering laughter. Even with all the strength in the world, you are powerless. It is you when you were at your weakest and most frail. You despise the memory of that person. You wish it was no longer a stain. You wish it would no longer stain who uh, who you have become. Excuse me. Every day of my life, of my life is a nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah, I know, right? Uh, I'm gonna go. Hmm. Maybe the second, the last one. It is you when you're at your weakest. weakest. Yeah. Okay. You are involved in a brutal two-car collision, <laughs> in which you have accidentally hit and killed a pedestrian. As you step out, you encounter the other driver who is distressed and panicked. In the confusion of the moment, they believe they were responsible for the death of the pedestrian. There are no witnesses, although although you know that the one who is to blame for it will likely be going to jail for a long time. You own up to what happened. The other driver does not deserve to take the fall for what you were ultimately ultimately responsible for. If you comply with the authorities, honestly, the court will take that into account. Feign ignorance. If the other driver believes they were responsible, there is no reason for you to suffer the consequences and have this on your criminal record. If they don't even know what just happened, surely it's their fault, right? 
Both of you are equally responsible for the death of the pedestrian. If the other driver is confused about the details of what transpired, you can take control of the situation as you know all of the information. Calm them down. Tell them the story that the police need to hear. The pedestrian caused the accident by running out into the street without giving either driver enough time to react. You caused the accident because you're pathetic, worthless slime. The police need to take you away and execute you so you can finally be free and won't ruin others' lives. Kill the other driver. <laughs> Remove the evidence of everything that has transpired. Whether the result is good or bad for you, there are too many loose ends here. There are things to do, and you can't be worrying about this. Oh, my God. Um, hmm. Hmm, I like this quiz because it's like it's not like a straightforward answer. Yeah, it's like finally we have a quiz shit, that's worth damn. it. Damn. Um, I guess both of us are equally responsible, and we will make a story together. Okay. Um, as you sip your drink, a drunk stranger pushes you into a confrontational manner. You notice that the jacket is slung over the man's bar stool. Oh, you notice the jacket. He is a paramedic. The bartender does not look like he is about to intervene. Invite the man to settle this civilized manner in an empty parking lot behind the bar. Once you're there, slit his throat with a concealed knife. Um, smash the man's head off the bar, knocking him out cold. Then finish your drink. You'll take this one on the house. Ignore the man. Pay for your drink and leave. If the man follows you outside and continues to bother you, you will deeply regret it. Throw your drink in the man's face. While he is briefly stunned, escape. Offered to buy a man a drink in an effort to defuse the situation. Shatter your glass on the bar, then slash the man's eyes out while he screams in pain and terror. Demand another drink. You leave a generous tip for the bartender. Beg the man not to hurt you. Tell him you have a heart condition. If he hits you, it could be fatal. You wonder why a man who saves lives at his day job is so aggressive on his time off. Perhaps he's had a rough week and it might be better not to take it personally. Ask him what his problem is. It would be best if you could resolve it this peacefully. Apologize to the man for whatever offense you caused him. On your way out, take his wallet. <laughs> oh, um, <clears throat> oh, see, this is tough now. Um, a lot of options here. Yeah, a lot of. Um, <laughs> uh, ignore the man. Pay for your drink and leave. If he follows me, let's fucking wreck him outside. All right. You awake from a dream, still delirious and unnerved, or are you truly awake? Your body is frozen, unable to move, in the darkest at the back of your bedroom. You can just make out an unfamiliar shape. A shape you can't fully determine. It moves quickly around the wall near the window. Is it just one creature or more? A tall figure. Like a person, it stands at the foot of your bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh my God. He scared the shit out of me. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> a tall figure, like a person, it stands at the foot of your bed. It is in the air or on your skin. There is a presence somewhere in the room, but you can't figure out where. As your eyes adjust, you realize the room is empty, but outside on the street, you can faintly make out a shape in the glow of a street lamp. Someone or something is watching you. Oh, that last one. That's creepy. Uh, as your eyes adjust, you realize the room is empty. You want to choose that one? Yeah. Okay. Which of these is a positive aspect of your personality? Brave, caring, resourceful, determined, curious, energetic, Creative, focused, harmless. 
Um, creative. You're staring absent-mindedly out the window of a taxi on a rainy day. A song crackles from the radio, lifting your spirits. It's a folk song filled with wise lyrics and strong imagery. The singer's voice is rough, but they are a master storyteller. Euphoric, wailing guitars, surreal images, distant and dreamlike, but strangely comforting. A groovy number from the mid-70s. It immediately makes you feel better and about the rain outside. Nothing. The radio crackles and falls silent. You look out the window at the rain, at the traffic barely moving, so still. An arena rock anthem from the glory days, a ballad played on piano but with power and pride that tugs at the heartstrings. You've sung it in the shower countless times. An eerie song. The instruments feel detuned, um, ominous. The lyrics are disjointed and unsettling. It makes you feel a little paranoid as if someone had just stepped over your grave. Ooh. Um. Ooh, this is tough. Um. Mm. Scroll up a little bit. What is the first one? Uh, hmm. I'm going to do Groovy Number from mid-70s. Okay. Select one of the following adjectives that best suits a negative aspect of your personality. Nervous, irrational, short-tempered, paranoid, scatterbrained, Selfish, lazy, distant, jealous. Um, Nervous. Okay. Let's view view your results. All right. Let's see who I am. What's my stand? You soft and wet. You got soft and wet. (laughs) You're you you received the stand soft and wet. Soft and wet is a close range stand with an ability that is best used by someone with a creative mind. Along with formidable physical strength, it can plunder certain characteristics from objects or living things. This may be like stealing the friction from a floor or someone's eyesight or the reflectiveness from a mirror. This ability is channeled through small bubbles that must be released from the stand to make contact with and pop on whatever object or person it wishes to steal from. It can also restore the stolen characteristic again through bubbles. Most likely, the user of this stand is a creative thinker with a curious mind. In addition to this, they are likely a determined and selfless person who wishes to seek the truth above all else. Destructive power, C. Speed, B. Durability, B. Precision, C. Range, D. Development, um, um, what? Development potential A. Oh, it's both. Okay, I'm sorry. Development potential is an A. So there you go. Okay, so you know what? Soft and wet's not actually a bad stand to have. That's a yeah. It's a bit busted. You gotta try. I gotta try. I, I gotta it. see your stand. Oh my god! All right. All right. Well, let's, let's, we're gonna do the last one, and we're calling it. Yeah, because uh, let's. We gotta end it at this. Yeah, it's too much. All right, all right. You're on a ship and a sinking for Janaya. All right, so. Uh, no matter what, I'm getting ethically the correct answer is to stay behind, but the preservation is integral to the human condition. You spend a crucial most day on board. Try with throwing yourself in the eye and you shape your own destiny. These few, I'm going to do, <laughs> you take it by force and you take it alone. No, I'm going to do, 
I'm getting me and my girl out. Okay. You know? All right. I'm not going to fight people over it, you know? But, like, logically, I'm not going to save an, a geezer, you know? <laughs> yeah. If it's, like, you know, life or death or whatever. Okay. Um, After a tiring day late night at a bar, I'm going to drink... Get me, get me some whiskey neat, bro. Nice. All right. And you arrive home one late. You run and turn, take the gun, and wall shoot two thieves. Oh, I'm killing them. <laughs> okay. Um, one night you find yourself trapped in a dream, walking through a vast. It's a towering. I liked what you said. It is you at your weakest. Mm. I concur. Is it freezing on me or something? Because I can't pick it. Yeah, look. All this shit's not. Let me just refresh. Yeah. Rip. Rip Shrek. All right, so getting me and my girl out. I'm drinking the whiskey neat. I'm killing these dudes. <laughs> One night you find yourself in a dream. Mm, I like what she says. Myself, you were involved in a car crash. Oh, this shit's tough, but I'm going to agree with you on that one, too. Okay. As you sip your drink, a drunk stranger smash his head, throw him outside. <laughs> um... I'm going to... I'll talk to him. Okay. Um, invite the man. I'll talk to him, see what's going on. You wake from a dream, a tall figure. It is in a room. Your eyes adjust. Um, I'm going to put... Um, I'm going to do that one. Okay. Presence out of nowhere. Which one is a positive aspect of you? Um, determined. Mm-hmm. You're staring absent-mindedly. I'm gonna do the quiet, so still. Ooh. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. Okay. Select one of your following adjectives that best suits a negative personality. I'm gonna do scatterbrained because I'm absent-minded as hell, <laughs> as you know. Yeah. And the shit's annoying as fuck. Honestly, sometimes I just like I'm like, where is my shit? I just do things so subconsciously. Yeah. I hate it. All right, view my results. Let's see your stand. You got the world? What the fuck? (laughs) Enormously, I got the world, Stan. So enormously powerful. The world is capable of immense strength, speed, and precision. However, its most powerful asset is the ability to freeze time for several seconds. Allowing... Let's go, baby. Oh, my God. Allowing... Oh, my God. What the fuck? (laughs) Allowing only the user to act within that space of time. Personality traits associated with the stand are ambition and a certain level of callousness. You you do not have a problem stepping on others to make it (laughs) to the apex of your potential or even pushing aside those closest to you. You acknowledge yourself as superior to many people and view the... Success of others are as obstacles. I don't know how to go that far. You're a strong-willed and determined person, but know how much dedication to your goals could twist you. Destructive power, A. Speed, A. Durability, A. Precision, B. Range, C. Okay. And development, the potential, B. So, uh, what the fuck? How? So how? So Michael got soft and wet, and I got the world stand. You got Dio stand. Oh really? Yeah, I'm the one that stops time. Like I'm so confused because you know like me. you literally picked none of the Dio answers. You know me. Because <laughs> like the Dio answers, I think would have been like you take the boat for yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. You fucking kill every single person that caused you trouble. Yeah, which I don't. I didn't do. I. 
But I just, I guess I'm just worthy. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm just worthy. You got the world. That's cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> to end on that note. I mean, cool. Damn. Damn. That's a. <laughs> I feel like you want to take it again. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm good. Soften was a good stand. I'm just confused on yours. I was like, because you're like, you're like, I'm determined and like, I'm going to save my girl and like, I'm going to talk to the person in the bar and you got the most callous and ruthless stand. Because <laughs> what better person than someone who will take a step back to have such power? I, I yeah. Get it. I, I, I don't know. Yes. You know, it's all bullshit anyway. I know. But. <laughs> Well, we uh, appreciate you guys listening to this nutcase episode of the yeah, Imposter Syndrome Podcast. Um, yeah, we're sorry. We, we're just a little off today. I think, uh, you know, it happens, I suppose. But we'll come back stronger and better for the next one. Yeah. Um, I'm Jake. I am Michael. <laughs> Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.